am so excited today because today is my first episode in my new studio. We outgrew our space. So we had to move into a bigger space. And I, my studio kind of looks the same as it did before, but it feels very different. I feel very like legit now. I feel kind of super professional because I'm in like a studio. So of course, episode one of Wife the Party was Bert. Episode two was Sandy and Kathy. So I had Sandy and Kathy back and we had some bubbly and we talked some shit. And it was awesome. It's just a natural, free-flowing conversation like we would have if we were in one of our living room. So, I don't know. I love these two ladies. I'm so grateful for both of them. I'm grateful for Jocelyn and Lynn and Jeannie and Margaret and all my amazing friends that come back in Kirsten time and time again and talk about whatever's going on or a book club or whatever topic I decide. I'm just so grateful to have been doing this for five years and to, I just wanted to celebrate with two people who were here from the very beginning, episode two, and it was really nice. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Sandy and Kathy. I always enjoy my conversations with Sandy and Kathy. We had a great time and I hope you have a great time too. Thank you for all your emails, for all your comments. Thank you for the positivity. I know so many people are like, I don't ever read the comments because they're so negative. I read my comments and they're pretty positive. Every once in a while, there's a negative one, but such is life. I don't know. I'm just so grateful to have this as a passion project, to enjoy talking to people and to hope that inspires other people in the world to grow and learn and be curious and be a better person. So thanks for coming back every week for five years. Holy cow. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy this episode with Sandy and Kathy. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. This awesome Black Panther statue that goes right there. I texted there. Christine this morning and said, wait a minute, what is the color of the new studio so that Sandy and I were debating what pot to use? And she's like, definitely go with the panther. <laughs> I was like, okay. What panther? <laughs> and then she's like, no, the studio is the same wallpaper as before. I was like, got it. I oh, totally understand the theme. No. Paula did that. I would never have bought a pink rogue. Oh, uh, yeah. This it is looks nice. great, I like it. it does, right? Yeah. She yeah. did that. She bought this. The rest of it came That's over from my studio. Part. And then I, I picked the... I mean, it truly was... We should talk about this when we're recording. Yeah. Oh, we're recording. So pull yeah. your mics up. Oh. Um, so this... I, I can't wait to have Paula on the podcast because yeah. I feel like we share a brain. Like, But she's good at opposite things that I'm good at also. Like... Oh, no. um. Is this okay? Austin's going to tell me. Just make yourself comfortable. Are you going to sit up like that? I I know, know. right? I was like, wait a minute. Get comfortable and then put it where you want it. Okay. That you're comfortable. You can put your feet on the table. You can do whatever you want. Okay. 
You can take your shoes off. You can do whatever you want. Those are cute shoes. I they are fun. cute. Right? They're fun. Oh, are those? I have. It's the same yeah, brand. They're awesome. Yeah. And they make them now with the heels. Yeah, they're really comfy. They're cute. They're very comfy. You know that. Where'd you get that, them? At that store on Ventura. It's called The Habit. Or like, oh. you know, right next to McConnell the ice cream shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I had a big 50% sale. Nice. I, I went in there. I bought nothing, but no, no nothing sale. <laughs> nothing sale. I'm going to close the door. Real it quick. was actually, they have some boots. They're really cute. They didn't have my do size. Do they have like, oh, yeah, I was like, do they have like extended sizes? Hmm? Yeah. It's a problem with like, oh my God. Jets. What do you mean extended sizes of shoes? Like a lot of boutiques like that don't carry, right? I I have a 10, right? A lot of those boutiques don't sell a lot of shoes, so they don't carry 10s. So I can never buy shoes. Like at Jenny's, she never has my size. And they call those extended sizes? No, I just made that up. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was going to say, I've never heard that before. That's kind of crazy. So we're just waiting for Halston? No, we're going. (laughs) Where's Halston though? He's in his control room. That's why we have the Charlie. (laughs) I see. So he Got can it. talk to us, I'm right? Dear Hi, Halston. I was missing you. <laughs> I miss you too, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> this is too high tech. I know. Well, the thing is, I was like, I don't want him. Not that I don't want him in the room, but I don't want him in the room because yeah. I want it to feel like a hang. And mm-hmm. where it was in the first podcast studio, he was behind us. So you'd kind of forget he was there. Yeah. And it's harder for you to forget. So he's, he's like here. peeping Tom. So he's like peeping Tom. Now. <laughs> like like but not peeping, he's but like he's hearing Tom. Tom. Oh, yeah. yeah, what you don't know, you don't know. And yeah. then he can come in and because I always have questions and just wait till Sandy jumps for the first time. I know. Like, what is that? <laughs> no, I know he's here now. I think it's kind of cool that he's the man in the box. It's hysterical. Wow, this is beautiful, Leanne. You did such Love a good job. It, it looks great. You. All of it looks really, really good. Thank you. It yeah. has been a whirlwind. We bought, we closed on this house October 7th, maybe, or 9th. And so I've been really busting yeah. my ass to not only design it with Paula, but execute everything we kept coming up with. And then in Bird's studio, there's three studios in one room. And he kept not liking like placement of things. So we'd get something completely, not completely done, but I'd say 80% done. And then you go, I don't like it there. And we'd have to just start over. So that awesome wallpaper with the bears on it Uh was supposed to be the two bears set and he didn't like it. So we had to shift it. And it's just been a constant um, pivot in his room. My room, I always was I'm just going to redo what I already did. And just make it a little more. Did you guys plan this ceiling? That's the, really cool. The ceiling is soundproofing. Oh, I so love it. So I didn't want to sound, I wanted my wallpaper. I was really adamant on having my wallpaper and you can't soundproof or we couldn't find um, a product that we could put the wallpaper on mm-hmm. and then attach it to the wall. So I was oh. like, well, let's try the ceiling. And if we still need soundproofing, then I can soundproof the opposite wall that no one can see. Because mm-hmm. uh, I love my wallpaper, and mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want to give up on my wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Burt's all the walls and Burt's are is all soundproofing. Oh yeah. So yeah, okay. all that dark wood is mm-hmm. all a soundproofing material. So it's a felt backed mm-hmm. wood Got strip. It. And so this is felt too. That is not felt. It's foam. Foam. Oh, okay. it, looks it looks like great. wood, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was actually really inexpensive, and I bought it at Wayfair. Mm-hmm. That's the thing oh, about design. Yeah. That's crazy. The thing about design yeah, is they you have like to, that. they do, they carry all kinds of shit, Wayfair, like you yeah. wouldn't believe. But with design, you just have to kind of know what you like. 
And then you can find it cheap if you just spend enough time looking for it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can spend a lot of money on soundproofing, but I didn't want to. I'm too cheap. (laughs) And you spend the money on the stuff that matters, Mm -hmm. right? That doesn't really matter. No one's going to touch it or feel it or sit on it or handle it as long as it does the job. I don't need to pay a million dollars for that. Um, Bert's soundproofing was a little more expensive because it's on set. Mm -hmm. We wanted it to look Mm -hmm. a certain way, but. Paula was a godsend because I feel like she she's going to come on uh, in a couple of weeks and talk about this whole process. But I felt like she either read my mind or we had the same thought at the same time. And she would just go, well, here's five options for that one vision. And I'd go this one and she'd just get it. Mm-hmm. So it was a really great creative working relationship. She's good at the little stuff like this little decorative. I'm not good at that. (laughs) I don't do the (laughs) bric-a-brac shit, but she does. Like in Bert's studio, there's so much of his stuff that looks so good. I would never have been able to do that. Mm -hmm. It does look really good. There's a lot of stuff on those walls that looks great. It does. That's what she really brought to it. Because I go, I like the broad picture. I can see the like men's cigar lounge lodge looking Mm -hmm. dark wood smoky masculine um earth tones green you know i saw all that and and didn't really design it but figured it all out and then paula just made it look really good Mm -hmm. so it was really fun but it was a lot of work i'm exhausted (laughs) and i saw the kitchen like four months if you only closed in October, yeah, it's October bare, that's 7th. a huge turnaround. And in the middle of that, we produced a special yeah. and we had Christmas holidays, had a fabulous New Year's Eve party, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, Bert's birthday. Oh yeah. 50th birthday. Um, yeah, a lot going on. It was crazy. Four months. I'm really proud of it. Thanks guys. No, it months. should be. Great. Yeah. yeah, I know. Thanks Congrats. for being my yeah. first podcast in my new studio. Cheers. I know. Cheers, cheers. right? Yeah. Congrats. Cheers. Very excited for you. Thank you for cheers. 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 How long? This I know. Is and cheers year? for five years. Five, five years. Like, yeah. What the hell is that? We can that? cheers again for five years. Okay. Wow. Fine. I, no, that can't be five years. It is. It's, that is crazy. Isn't it? Do you like it? This is yummy. Isn't that really yeah, good? Yeah, really yummy. Oh, gosh. I said I'm not going to drink. I know. Sandy doesn't drink anymore. Right oh, now. you don't drink uh, anymore? Not during the day. Oh, sorry. And not on Mondays. You're welcome for throwing you off the wagon. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this <laughs> is really said good. said the same thing yesterday, too, by the way. <laughs> yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. It's Super Bowl. It doesn't I know, but count. she wasn't drinking then either. And it was, you know, it was past five o'clock I started. It was. No, actually. It four, was not. Four. Three. Okay, two thirty, but whatever. It was close to five. But this is yummy, isn't it? Good, it's really, really yummy. It is good. I have to. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I can never. It's Italian, Mm -hmm. so I can't pronounce the name because I'm not good at that stuff. But it's yummy. I'll need to take a picture so you can remember. Yeah, I can remember. Like I'll never remember. Yeah, it's not prosecco, right? No, it's well, it's it's sparkling wine. Wine is so good, and it's from Italy. And the guy gave it to me as a gift, and then. And then I didn't get any of it. So I bought it. I rebought it for myself. <laughs> so I served it and other people drank it all. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. For sure. So five years? Five no. years. I know. That is crazy no. to me. And started on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Started on. And. Who was Bert? Yeah. was my first guest. And Bert's podcast studio. And Bert's podcast studio yeah. with Austin. No, that man cave, right? Yep. It wasn't even a podcast studio, really. Um. Well, and then the second, I guess he did stuff in there, right? 
Well, it's just Did a man you? cave. And then he yeah. started recording. I thought we were your first guest. I think Bert was my very first. I don't know. Halston, who was my first guest? Bert Kreischer. I thought mm. so. Yeah. <laughs> who was the second? Let's find out. Let's find out. Hmm. Remember we did a trial run? But, I think it was us. But I think we ended up... Maybe not. No, we didn't... Releasing the trial run. I no, think. we didn't. No? We, like, I have nothing to do with this. I just <laughs> happened to be in the chair. Like, I really have nothing to do with this. And then... But you have a good memory, because I don't remember that. Remember? With Jeannie? No, that was... We did, like, a trial run. And then... I mean, I feel like the early know. episodes, there's part of me that wants to go back and listen to the first ones because yeah, I, I think we had so many really great conversations. And lately, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I need to go back and remember what we you talked think? about. Why? I do. I don't know. I keep going, well, I've already told this story. I've already said this once. Oh, and I see what you're saying. I don't want to say it again. Like I had a guest on the other day and it, we he he didn't know much about me. He was a friend of Bert's that Bert thought I should talk about because he had a really tough childhood and he's a really great dad. So he thought it would be an interesting conversation um, just about parenting Mm -hmm. and not somebody that is in my wheelhouse at all. But I had to retell some of my Mm -hmm. own past because he didn't know who I was. And I feel like, oh, people don't want to hear this shit again. I've already said it. Sorry. You know, so I don't know. I got to revisit. I wonder, though, I don't know that people would feel that way. Episode two is Sandy and Kathy. See? Oh, yay! <laughs> Thank you, Halston. What did we talk about in that episode? Do you remember? I sit down with my very best friends, Kathy and Sandy, to get their take on what it must be like to be married to Bert. The time our vacation house had a secret room, and Sandy <laughs> talks about being a refugee. Mm. Nice. Wow. Wait, we married to Bert or you married no, to well, Bert? What We're you think it's Bert. like for me to me, be married to Bert. Oh, I see. Okay. So five years later, what do you think it's like for me to be married to Bert? <laughs> well, five years later, married we know to him? very well. And <laughs> We're surprised? Uh, yeah, you are not surprised. No, we know exactly what it means to be married to Bert. Because you're somewhat married to Bert also. <laughs> in your own special and way. we right? choose not to be. <laughs> Every yeah. Monday, we have to party. Every Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of got used to it. And then now he's like not available on Mondays anymore. He's never home. I know. Remember, yeah. he used to come home every weekend. And, and then Mondays, the Mondays, and then it's like the Mondays, Monday we're night. like all kind of just get back into our groove with the kids. And yeah. then Monday is just the hardest day to party. I know. With kids. And he and would now tantrum, I can. wouldn't he? He would tantrum if we didn't yeah. get together. Oh, yeah. And now I can party on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right, Thursday, now the kids Friday. Don't care. <laughs> he's not here. He's not here. I know. It's true. Yeah. I miss him a lot. It's very different than five years ago. He's never home lately. He hasn't been home a lot lately. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I like him coming home. A couple it's also, weeks. you know, now that the kids are older, there's like a different level of distraction, right? Yep. Five years ago, you were doing so much more. Yes, you had right. to drive them everywhere, yep. right? Now it's like... It's not that long ago, five years ago. No, but it's not. But a, a lot, lot has changed. changed. Yeah. A lot. You're right. Yeah. A lot. A lot of so look at true. pictures. I'm like, the kids were like, oh my gosh. And yeah. now they're like, what? And I look like the crypt keeper now. I look pretty hot five years ago. <laughs> I look at me now and I look five years ago and go, oh my God, I'm so screwed. It's seriously downhill from here. Um, but yeah, a lot has changed in five years. Oh, I mean. You moved three times? <laughs> only twice. Twice? Twice. But they bought three houses, four houses. Yeah. Five, we've six. only we moved <laughs> just kidding no we only moved once we moved to the other house and then this house yeah oh yeah you didn't technically right. move into here or yeah 
we expanded into here. Right. I feel like it's so much has happened. Five so much years has ago. happened. Yeah, it has. It's very. I mean, true. we have kids in college now. The two of yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of our they kids went through high school. They weren't even in high school five years ago. They've been That's through true. high You're school right. and graduated and now in college. Yep. That's crazy. That's insane, isn't it? Yeah. And all our kids were at, were they at the same school? Five? No, they weren't at the same school five years ago. Not five years but ago. The kids were a lot more connected five years ago. Now yeah. our kids don't ever see or talk to each other, like collectively, hardly at all. Wait, did no, I leave right? and then come back? That I did In the last five years? Your first episode or your second episode. And then I left and then I came back. I don't know. That would have that been, been no, what year five was that? Five years ago would have been sixth grade. So you were here in sixth grade. Yeah, I think you guys haven't left. Kylie was, I think you guys had already come back for the second time. Okay. Because Kylie would have been in sixth grade. That's five true. years ago. Yeah. Right. Okay. Two thousand seventeen. If you say so. So the math 18. doesn't work that fast. Oh my gosh. That's, All that's right. I'm having a ago. senior moment. I'm not just yeah. yeah, I can't remember shit. No, I don't know. But uh, but no, I, do I don't know think you guys are gone within the last five years. I think you've been here. No, we, we've been here. Yeah, I think. But I don't we've know if been we've been here. Left. Wait, and have you you've moved, though? You moved also. Yes. Yeah. You were in yes. his yes. house when we started. Right? You moved, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. We moved. And, and you yeah. moved. Oh, yes. We moved like five and a half years ago. But yeah, so you had just moved. Just moved. Yeah. And we were or maybe we hadn't even yeah, possibly. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Yeah. It's been ours, five years yeah. for you. Okay. So yes, we came back after you moved. Yeah. I feel like you've been here mm-hmm. for five years. So I definitely started I the podcast late January. Yeah. Five years ago. So mm-hmm. you and, and Kylie would have late so January, five years early ago. Early 20. Kylie 18. would have been. You know, it's been so long that we are at Super Bowl with just us. <laughs> no kids. With like no, no kids. Yeah. No, no kids. No, no kids. Weird. It was kind of weird. It was weird. And it is also nice. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, this is an easy group. Yeah. Uh, everybody's just easy in this group. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about anybody or we can just kind of hang out. You come in sweatpants, mm-hmm. not have to worry about anything. You just show up and eat. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. My constitution's not used to Super Bowl food. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had a rough day today, if you know what I mean. My long COVID showed up again today. And I was like, it's all the fucking cheese, eh? Yeah, cheese right. and cheese and oh my cheese. God. How many all cheese the five, and like- five layers of cheese. Like, wait, wait five yeah, layers the, of cheese. The Mexican cheese dip had cheese yeah. and then Eric's thing had cheese. Yeah. No, Eric's. Everything oh, was cheese. Oh, it was cheese in a bowl. It was in cheese a, like, with platter. Like Ritz crackers and jalapenos. Yeah. What was that? He does it every year for Super yeah, Bowl. It's the same oh, right. thing we've had. Oh, yeah. Was it clam dip? Because Lenore no. thought it was a clam dip. No, that's new, that's Christmas Eve. Lenore moment. was offended. Okay. <laughs> he, she was. She, she said, did this taste like seafood? I'm like, I don't think there's a clam in here. <laughs> Do you think she goes, someone's stepping on my clam <laughs> yes, dip? Uh-huh. She did. Yeah, she did. She did. She's mm. a little feisty these days. I can't believe she stayed and watched the whole episode. Yeah. I mean, the whole uh, ball game. She's a big sports fan. Is she really? Yeah. Like huge sports fan. Like we'll go home to like watch sports. Yeah. I would never have thought that. Richard was a huge sports fan. So she just watched with him and has stayed with it. How about she that? She loves women's basketball. She watches all sports. Like it's crazy. Yeah. She's a big sports Would you fan. have thought that of four foot nothing? Lenore? <laughs> Lenore, yeah. No. With her rope sandals with socks on. Did you <laughs> see that she wore socks with her rope sandals yesterday? Mm-hmm. 
That is like, maybe that's like her paracord bracelet. It's her rope <laughs> <laughs> she, she can't survive without so that. Oh my God. She can unravel her sandals. And, she has. Shinny down a uh, drain pipe with her sandals. I don't know. Those rope sandals. I don't, she can't I've work her TV. So She can't, but she can't uh, work her no. TV. But she's got her paracord yes, rope sandals. Yes. They're not paracord. They're, they're like legit like. They're legit like. Nautical rope. <laughs> it looks like a nautical rope. She's so cute. She's so lovely that she remembered it was Tom's birthday and mm-hmm. she remembered that it was Eric's birthday. I know. She, she is amazing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like amazing. She's really sweet. It's weird that that's the stuff she remembers, but she probably doesn't remember her own birthday. Yeah. <laughs> she remember every year. She'll like be like today. Do you know on the Jewish calendar, this is Stephen's bat mitzvah day. Bar mitzvah day. I was like, really? <laughs> okay. Should we celebrate? Yeah. I'm like, we don't we read care, the Torah actually, but okay. That's pretty like, And particularly on the Jewish calendar day. Like it's not even the actual calendar. Oh, you know what I mean? I see, like yeah. it was May, whatever, whatever. So it's like this random day. We're like, okay. That's her savant. Yeah. Right. We it all is. have it a really savant. Is. She absolutely remembers stuff like that. That's so crazy. It is crazy. What's your savant? But I don't have one. You gotta have one. What's your savant? What is what's that mean? Like, what's the thing that you're like good at for no reason? Like right. Nora remembers everybody's birthday. Right. She remembers she, dates really she's well. Just really good at it. What's your savant? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Directions. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I knew. Driving directions. Totally. I think you want to get there quickly, Sandy. That's oh, yeah. yeah, really. She's the first um, go-to. I guess to get the party started, I'm just. You I'm are just good at that. I don't know. Just having a you good time. You are good at that. You are good at that. And you're That's you're true. good at finding deals. Like what's uh, where's the deal? True. Where's yeah. the deal? Where's oh, the yeah. angle? How do I get that for less or how do I get more or how do you're good at that? Mm-hmm. What is that called? Being savvy, like being uh, savvy, like with getting shit. Yeah, because it's not like bargain hunting because it's more than no. that. It's no, no. like. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that. You are at getting the hookup. Yes. The you're hook good up. at the yes, hookup. Hook you What's are the hookup? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I don't know if I have one, really. Pretty good baker. Are you yeah. an instinctual baker? But is that like... Or do you follow recipes? A little bit of both, but... I don't know Drinking? what Drinking? <laughs> no. <laughs> During Definitely day, day drinking? Day drinking. Day yes. drinking. No. Yes, yeah. That's it. No. I don't know what mine is either. Yours is a hookup. Oh, no. Yours You're, is definitely a hookup. I know. What is what mine? Is hers? Oh, yeah. I know. What? Putting up with Bert. Putting up with Bert? <laughs> I am a savant at that. I'll tell you what Funny, I might I do. would not. I mean, she's the only one can you do You are it. the only you human who could be married to patient, him. I mean, you are the most patient person I know. I, okay. I think now that you say that, I think I know what my savant is. I can find a glass half full in anything. It's true. Oh, yeah. Yes, If you're you right. say you're going to prison for five years, I'll go, well, I finally have time um, to read. <laughs> like, seriously, I, I I might be savant at that. That might also be yeah. a flaw because I might end up <laughs> putting up with shit I shouldn't because I find the glass half full. Yes, you mm-hmm. do. It's Yeah, if it's some shit happens really bad, I will call you and you'll make, you don't make the situation as bad as it is. It, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's the way I coped with my mm-hmm. childhood as I go, well, at least I see my dad on Friday. 
Right. So I'll just focus yeah. on, I get my dad on Friday. So I just got to get to Friday. I remember thinking that as a it's child. It's like, really. oh yeah, I step mm-hmm. on some shit. You're like, oh yeah, but you know, at least you didn't eat the shit. Or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's like, it's like well, that. You have clean like, shoes. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, shoes, you can clean up the shit. You know, it's like that. Yeah. Is that I, a, a... Yeah, I think that's my savant. I think that is. I find the glass half full in just about anything. Mm-hmm. I can spin stuff toward a solution like that. Mm-hmm. Almost always I can figure out, well, we can't deal with the problem. We can find a solution. And really, I mean, like we had an incident at our in our crew today and I kept going, well, OK, well, all these problems present an opportunity to have a new way of functioning. So mm-hmm. instead of just getting hung up on the problem, you can't change that there's a problem. But what you can do is go, well, how do we prevent it next time? And how do we how do we how do we address it in a positive glass half full way? So it doesn't happen again. That's my savant. Okay, Kathy, what's your savant? I don't know. I don't know what I your really savant is either. What, do you know what her savant is? Like putting up with Steven, <laughs> <laughs> which is similar to putting up with Bert. Yeah, not the same, but yeah. No, I don't know. Do I have one? That's interesting. Oh, I know. I know. I've said this a million times on a podcast, but if I want someone to go into agreement with me and get as upset as me, I call you. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I want someone to see the other side of the coin... Good or bad, I always call Kathy because she's not, she doesn't deny what I have to say. She goes, well, let's think about it this way. And she'll present something. So she shifts her perspective. Yes. Like, and like I a go, a oh, little, yeah. Like shifting your, that. Yeah. your thought. Yes. It's Can like we? I have this whole brain, right? And then she has like this other brain that's not like mine. Mm-hmm. So when I call her for the same situation, she or if she's in agreement with me, then I know I'm really right. Like we just had an incident with a mom where I'm going, I'm feeling like this is a bad, but I'm going to call Kathy and Kathy goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I go, OK, this is really bad. That's right. Then if she says it's bad, then it's really bad. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I'll call and she'll go, you know, wait a minute, though. Let's look at it over here. Not even glass half full. Right. Sometimes it's contrarian. Yes. Yes. That's Some, what sometimes yeah. it's, that it's, is I very think, true. Yes. it's a contrarian. But that doesn't that's not a negative. People think here contrarian and they think that means someone's like that sucks all the time. Yeah. She's not negative, but she sees the contrary perspective. That gives you a fuller perspective. Mm-hmm. I think you're really good at that. Do you do that with other people? Or that just is me? that is very true. I think actually I do have a tendency to step outside and look at the overall picture, both mm-hmm. sides of it, good or bad, which makes my husband fucking crazy because I don't agree with him um, necessarily. But yeah, I do. I think that is very true. That is how I feel. And you're very calm about so, it. Too. Yes, you are. You're very calm. Is You're very easy to talk to. Yes, very easy to talk to. Very easy to lay problems at your feet. Mm -hmm. You don't reciprocate that often, though. That would be my one complaint. (laughs) So never know when you have a problem because you don't ever share. That is true. Uh, Mm -hmm. Then then I feel less than. So you make me feel bad about myself. So she's like she's like a therapist. You you, you can lay your shit on like either them. Yeah, yeah. And but they would never share. Yeah. But you have a therapist background, right? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to, you know, you, you're not supposed to share your problems, right? She's Fort Knox over there, Fort Knox. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not your patient. You were like your friend. We're not your client. So you can call and go, I fucking hate That's my true. husband. Mm-hmm. And we go, we hate him too sometimes. <laughs> Just like you hate yeah, mine. Totally understand. You yes. hate mine sometimes too. 
I hate Sandy's husband sometimes too when he's not nice to her. And I go, I hate that guy, but I love him. He's like my brother, same as your husband. I hate that guy, but I love him. Like, oh, and you're also good at buying stupid gifts. <laughs> I am so good at buying stupid gifts. It's stupid, but useful. I mean, right? I'm so proud of myself. It was so I can't, I've told everybody. Did I call you and tell you about yes. the gift? I know, because I've told yes. everybody about the gift. I've told everybody. I called Georgia and told Georgia. <laughs> and Georgia's like, okay. Okay, yeah, I'm humped. And then I had to explain why it was so important to me. And then she was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, nobody understands. I, you know. Anyway, that was I loved it. I love that when I find a gift for somebody when I bought Stephen the Blackstone, mm -hmm. I, Tom, I thought Tom needs this and doesn't know it. But I got it for 50 is my 50th birthday gift for the men. Right. It's the same thing. And I was like, Stephen is going to freaking lose his mind. That makes me so excited. What is it? Did you the Blackstone. Blackstone. What Blackstone? The, oh, the, the, riddle, that, the yeah. riddle thing. Yeah. And I really wanted Tom to have it for his 50th. Right. And then. And then you said, I don't know if he'd want that. And then Bert said, I don't know. He's something he should buy himself. And two years later, I was like, it has never left me. I want to give him that. Yes. That's what I want to give mm -hmm. him because I can see him mm -hmm. rigging like a, a U-shaped table around it and being Benihana with his kids. <laughs> I see that in my brain. And if I'd given it to him at 50, he'd have had more time to do that with your kids. But mm -hmm. I didn't. I waited. And I think he likes that. But this yes. year's mm -hmm. this year was... <laughs> this year, I really knocked it out of the park. I'm so proud of myself. So stupid, a $15 gift. I've told, I talk, call my daddy and told my daddy about what I got for Tom. But your daddy appreciates it. He did. He went, that sounds like a good gift. That sounds like a good and gift. And the chopper was really good. The chopper. The chopper. chopper thing. Yep. Well, the chopper wasn't received. I think under $20 is really good gifts for Tom. That's for a Tom. challenge for yeah. Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that chopper came from limited commodities. I think it was maybe fourteen dollars. That's yes. hysterical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, but my dad's wife gave me one, and I was like, "This is the best." I'm just buying this for. I bought. I think we bought one. We had one. Yeah, yeah. I bought one for you and well, for Stephen, for like, Eric, yeah, for it's Tom. Really the good. Best it, the best thing is yeah. about uh, chopping onions. I know. Yeah. Onions and you don't get it at like garlic. you know like the yeah, garlic, garlic that always sticks. Oh, oh my really? god! I, yeah, the little bitty really one to mince garlic. Yeah, awesome. Oh, I didn't never use it for garlic. It's I only really use good. it for uh, onions, so you know I don't cry. It does and good with peppers too. Like if you want to cube peppers, mm -hmm. if you want them really small, does good with peppers oh, I never too. Used it for that, but. I did. You have to really slam it. Yeah, but I use it for onions and garlic every time, almost yeah. every time I cook. Mm -hmm. Why are you laughing? Because I, I just slamming it. <laughs> you do have to go. I, 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 I don't know. Yes. I told you, Kathy. Um, Tom got uh, uh, mm. <laughs> 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 I showed up. So Saturday was Tom's birthday. Yeah. And I've had his gift for three weeks. It's been killing <laughs> me. It was burning a hole in my pocket. Yes. I don't know. It's like, I'm like, I've got to give this to him today. I can't. And you just landed. You're like, handle can it. I come over and drop off the <laughs> gift for him? Got to. I was so and excited. She's like, can I come over at four o'clock? I'm like, he's not here yet. Come over at 4.30. She showed up right on time. It was like hot potato. I had to get it out of my hands. I was so excited. And for people listening, I'm going to tell you what it is. And you're going to think it's stupid. But Tom spends all his time in his car. He calls it his carfus, right? His office. So I bought this thing. 
that hangs on the steering wheel that's a little table. <laughs> so you can put your laptop on it. You can eat your lunch on it. And that way you're not like turned to the mm-hmm. console. And he spends so much time in his office. And then when you take it off the steering wheel, it fits between the seat and the it's console. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's fucking perfect. And you can't buy this man anything. I mean, I gave him the chopper and he literally like turned it over in his hands and goes, what am I going to well, do with this? Yeah. I'm never using this. I use it all the time. And then he goes, he always goes, thank you. Like he's obliged. Like, why say, did you give me a gift? You. Right. You're such so a loser. Forgive me. A gift. He did the same thing with the grill cleaner. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, you just throw it in the dishwasher. It's awesome. And he's like, thanks. And then for him to go, he actually said to me, I'm actually going to use this. And I was like, <laughs> did the heavens open and Jesus himself came down and anointed me? What? You actually said you're going to use this thing? He tried it out in his yes, car. Uh-huh. His laptop. He said, oh, now actually when I do a Zoom, it's like face level. I'm not looking in down in my car, lap. Yeah. And I was the whole time going, this oh is God, the best home day. Run. Maybe, <laughs> this may even be better than the birth of my children. It was really <laughs> exciting. I was so excited. And I don't know why I care so much because, I mean, he's just a friend. It's not like... But I did. I do. Mm-hmm. I really care. So I showed up with my hot little gift in my hand <laughs> and I had been really kind of out jazzed by his own mother <laughs> because she gave him. <laughs> oh, God. What did she give him? Oh God, Sandy? Tell me. Uh, <laughs> if you're stressed, you know, it's a knockout, like punching back. It's like a, a desktop oh God, punching know, back. I've seen these. A yes, desktop yes. punching back. Yeah. So it's like, you just punch it. <laughs> you can put it on his desk in his carface. Exactly. You can put it on the desk in your carface right. and just like punch it. Right. Punch it. But then he can only slap it side to side. There's not enough room to punch it right here in your car. You just slap it. Oh my God. Yes. That's hysterical. And big suction cup just coosh. Coosh. Right to there. Right there. So funny i almost got those in the kids care package for finals you did oh. but they didn't come in time like amazon How didn't funny. deliver them and they I came have like it if you want it <laughs> i have it at home i don't know what to do <laughs> re-gift <laughs> that's such a re-gift Rachel kylie goes to college send it to her during finals week and Perfect. like that would be hysterical for kids but yeah oh i'm also very good at re-gifting but i got busted so you i can't re Who busted it. you for re-gifting a friend of mine um, wait was she, this the purse no, no, no. Okay. This was something else. She was, she went into my bathroom and then I guess I regifted something in my bathroom. And she's like, wasn't this in your bathroom? <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> oh. Was it a candle or something? Some shit like oh that. Oh my God. And she was like, okay, Sandy, I just saw this in your bathroom last week. Oh my and God. And I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. I was just like, No, I bought two. Right. And one's exactly. in my bathroom right. and I still one's have one. You. Yeah. That's what you do. Anyway. On your feet. And we were all guilty of regifting. You know, Romy, you know, Romy. Yes. My fantastic, fabulous hairdresser. I showed up, not this past visit, but the one before, and he goes, okay, full disclosure, I'm regifting. Here's mm-hmm. your regift. And he gave me a beautiful, like, ceramic handmade platter. But he's like, it's just not my color scheme. Okay. And I think it's your color scheme. So it's a regift, but Merry Christmas. Okay, so you think <laughs> it's better that I just announce it next time? Well, it's like, I, this is a regift. Well, he, his was well, clearly brand new. It was yeah. still in the original packaging. And he was like, I just thought of you. As soon as someone gave it to me, I thought of you. So I thought that was really lovely, mm-hmm. that sentiment. Yes. But I guess yeah. it depends on who you're giving it to. If you said that right. to me, I would go, that's awesome. Thank you for thinking of me. But some people are snooty and don't yeah. like that. I think it depends on who you're giving it to. Would you be offended if I said to you, hey, no. this is a regift? No. Not at all. 
We also wear sweatpants to each other's houses right. pretty regularly, uh, yes. and that's not a big deal. So, it's teenagers, how are you doing with your teenagers? <sighs> mm. <laughs> five, five years ago, we did not have teenagers. Oh, yeah. well, we'd, 11. Mine was 11 or, five and 13. Years ago. Well, I had a teenager. Mm-hmm. You had a teenager, too. We How's had, it going? Yeah. A tween and a it's going. teenager. Yeah. It's going. I see some lights at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> It's some brighter lights. Yeah, right. It's still, you know, it's it sucks. They suck. It's hard, isn't it? It is hard. It's getting, you know, what's interesting. I don't know how Max is this quarter or this semester at school, but Georgia is calling me a lot and, oh, and yeah. texting me a lot. And I, she's happy. Everything's fine. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. But I think she's starting to realize kind of like um, I have a good mom and dad. She's calling her dad a lot, too. Oh, um, yeah. A lot, which is really good for both of them. But um, someone said to me, where was I? Someone had girls, had two girls. And she said, once they get to be in their 20s, they really look back for their mom. Mm-hmm. If you had a good relationship with your girls. Oh, it was, was Leanne. Leanne Morgan. It was Leanne Morgan. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> Um, It was Leanne Morgan. She was like, it's something to look forward to because when they get older, they come right back. She said, boys go to the girls family. Mm -hmm. Um, But the girls, Leanne Morgan, Leanne Morgan is a comic. Oh, okay. She's from Tennessee, Knoxville. Mm. She was a guest here and we were talking about, I don't know even if we were talking about that on the podcast, but her daughter was traveling with her. Her daughter's a makeup artist Mm -hmm. and was traveling with her to do her makeup and Mm -hmm. just kind of be supportive. Leanne is a a really funny Southern comic who blew up like in her fifties. Mm. She really became popular in her late forties, early fifties, been doing comedy for a long time, but she has three kids, two girls and a boy. And she was like, the boy goes with the wife and the girls kind of come back. Mm. So she's like, if you're just wait, they'll be back and mm-hmm. they'll be, they'll be very present. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, it was nice to hear because her Mm -hmm. kids are, I think they're in their 20s. All three Mm -hmm. of her kids are in their 20s. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Teenagers, I think we've had it pretty good. Yeah. What do you think? It's interesting that you said that about Georgia. Max, we have more conversations. Like Mm -hmm. I still, yeah, I don't know. We have more conversations on the phone. Uh Like there was a lot of texting in the first semester. He's not a big phone talker and he has been more recently. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that. Yeah. George is calling me. She texted me a ton today. Max does not call, but he will pick up the phone. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then he talks a lot actually, which is not something that usually happens. Yeah. Interesting. I think Georgia thought we were the enemy a little bit when mm-hmm. she was in high school and there was rules like mm-hmm. you have to be home by midnight because we don't want you out driving and, you know, you can't drink in our house. Now you're like a friend more like, that's you know, interesting. instead of like setting rules, you know, you're more like, oh, you know, more comfort. I think so. More like, of a oh, support. More support. There's still rules. We need to see your grades. Of course, yeah. You know, you need to you need to. At least be passing. Like it's not classes, every day, you know. But it's not every, every day. day. It's like clean your yeah. room. Yeah. You know, there's so much more autonomy. Don't be rude. You know. Yeah, that's interesting. This, Lily is you know. going through this phase right now where we are just like evil. I'm like, I don't even know why. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what is going on, but like She's, her rules are not even unreasonable. But that's it's interesting that you say that. She's definitely going through something. Yeah, my sister said that her kids is like don't even want to talk to her. It's like, get out, like, get out of my room. 
my girls do that too once in a while. I didn't really have that with Georgia. I had sneaky, sneaky, Mm. lying, doing one thing, saying another, keeping stuff from us. We had that. But all this is normal, teenage shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I snuck so much stuff around my dad. I lied to my dad, like bald face. I'm going to Stephanie's and I'd go to Jeff's house. I mean, like just Mm -hmm. fly to his face. And that's some of the stuff I was dealing with Georgia. And I feel like it's less. I don't feel like it's gone, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's less. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of stuff that I'm getting information late, but I'm at least getting it. And mm-hmm. uh, before I would have to really pull it out of her. Right. Boy, I think you need a PhD to be a parent these oh, days, right? It is not easy for man. teenagers. For teenage, well, yeah. And for toddlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think can it's hard for it. different would, reasons yeah. at all stages. I, you know, I will go back to toddler any minute. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. much trouble in toddler stage either, but mm-hmm. I watch other people struggle with toddlers and uh, and it doesn't look very fun. Um, I think like having toddlers is like having dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to set some clear boundaries and stick to them, you know, mm-hmm. and discipline them sometimes, not spanking them or anything. Okay, but, but that's just not all that different than teenagers either. That's true. Right. I mean, clear boundaries, clear yeah. rules and stick to them. Yeah, that's true. They're different rules, but totally, you know, they just have a little more freedom too. the teenagers. They do have so, more freedom yeah. where they can, you know, yeah, make bad choices. Just, but, you know, if they yeah. have the rules or consequences, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I have to say I was so pleasantly surprised when Max was home for winter break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I was a little bit nervous, right? Because he's 18. He has, you know, I I don't know why that makes a difference. He was 18 before he left, right? Like he was 18 for six months before he was gone. But I don't know, like it felt different, right? Coming home from college, like you've had a whole semester to be completely autonomous and completely independent. So I was like, are we going to have a lot of like fighting over rules or whatever? Because when you come back, there are still some rules that Mm -hmm. I expect. And I think they were super reasonable and he was super respectful of all of them and followed them and was like, I'm like, I just need communication. Mm -hmm. I just need to know where you're going. Don't be lying to me. Don't tell me you're going here and you're going here. Like that's stupid shit. Like, why why? would you do that? Right. Mm -hmm. But he was really great. And I, I don't know. I, I anticipated it being a lot more challenging than it really was. So Mm. I'm super grateful that we had that and it wasn't a problem. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, it was good. I I don't know. I just thought it was going to be more challenging, but you thought he'd still be pushing back a bit more, a little bit. Mm. Yeah, maybe it made him see how good he had it. Maybe, and you know, like I don't know. I feel like everything he asked for was so reasonable. So there's Mm -hmm. no reason to really say no. You can't do this, or no, don't do that, or whatever. Like it was so. We respected the fact that he's 18 and he's going to go out and do Mm -hmm. these kinds of things. And he's like, okay, if you want to know where I'm going to be, I'll let Does you know. he still ask you for permission or is he just telling you? It's a lot of telling. Mm. There's not a lot of asking. Okay. Um, I think that's that way for everybody. My 16-year-old says, so Saturday I'm going to do whatever. And I go, hold my on. My 16-year-old does too, but my 16-year-old, I have a problem with it. I'm like, you don't actually get to tell me what to do. There should be an ask in there. Yeah. yeah. 18 away at college is a different ball game. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. Like for you to say, I'm going here and I'll be home at 2 a.m. 
I don't love that, Mm -hmm. but at least I know exactly what's happening. And you actually come home on time. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can't really complain about any of that. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When my 16 year old says, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. There should be a question mark. in (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. It feels different to me. It does. But Mm. well, Georgia called me last week. And she said, I think I want to come home for spring break. Oh, I said, you do. I said, you want to bring some friends home? She said, I don't think so. I think I need to be home with my family and my dogs. Oh, and I went, okay, that's fine. I said, if you change your mind and you want to bring a friend home or if you change your mind, you want to go to a friend's or do something with a friend for spring break. We won't, it won't hurt our feelings. It's okay. You know, spring break, you at least in the South, spring break's a big deal. You know, you go to Daytona. with your friends, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you go somewhere mm-hmm. with your friends. So I was like, it won't hurt our feelings. But she said, no, I think I just need to be home Aww. with my dogs and with my family and hang out with my sister. And that's what I want to do. And I was like, okay. You're like, yeah. yes. Yeah, I know, I, I was right? yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm going to sit on her like an egg. Right. Yeah. Her. Um, I miss her a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you miss Max a lot? I do. I miss her a lot. Yeah. I didn't miss her the first quarter. Since she went back from Christmas, I really miss her. It's yeah, a lot different this semester, yeah. isn't it? It's a lot different. It is a lot different. I didn't anticipate that, actually. Yeah. It's a lot different. I think it's a lot different for her, too. I think it is. I totally agree. I think she's missing home a bit. I think... Aww. You know, it was so new and exciting mm-hmm. first semester. And yeah. second semester, mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit, oh, shit. this is reality. This is real. right here. Like, I don't I'm have an adult. mom making mm-hmm. me food. I don't have all of these support systems. I got to fucking figure it out every yeah. day on my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's a challenge, you it know? Is. And I yeah. think, you know, particularly our kids who are coming from pretty freaking good places, it's a shock to their system. I think so. A little bit. So crazy, huh? Yeah. I don't want to look forward to it. I know you got two more years or a year and a half. A year and a half, right? I know. That is not looking forward to it. Just going to enjoy every minute of it. Because you know that your daughter is going to be off and running. Mm -hmm. Good luck getting that girl on the phone. You know what? I think she's going to be the same. I think she's going to be off and running. And second semester, Mm -hmm. she is going to be like, wait a minute. Well, I had it really good at home. Maybe. Oh, she already think, knows that. She already like knows that. that. She's of like, course she know. knows that, but it's yeah, different when you're sure. away from home. Mm-hmm. I, th- I would anticipate she has the same pattern. Mm-hmm. Probably right. Because you, you and know. Tom are really good parents, you know, oh, yeah, and you're really connected to your children. Yes. Mm-hmm. We all are really connected to our children. So if you work on that, you know, they they just they just stay connected. I don't think yeah. they ever really disconnect. Georgia never really disconnected. She just like was like too busy, too busy. But I don't know. It's an interesting journey. This part of life. Five years of podcasting was middle school, high school. The next mm-hmm. five years is going to be empty nester, college mm-hmm. and it's empty college nest. And, yeah. Oof. I don't know. Empty nesting. Here's the thing that I'm seeing now. I'm alone a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Already, because I have one teenager in college, one teenager that's busy. She's in jujitsu. She is in taiko. She has drum. She's always on the phone or on FaceTime with her friends. She obviously has schoolwork. So I'm home by myself a lot. So a trivia night came up for our school. It's been going on for years. I've never gone. And this year I went, you know what? I'm going to go. 
because my future has got to be that. It's got to be going to things where I go, I'm so tired. I've worked so much. I have so much to do. Do I really need to sit at a trivia night? But the answer is yes, you do. Because you need to get out of your house. Right. Because it's either that or sit on your couch alone. Except by yourself day after day after day, which I'm tired and I, you know, I want to sit on my couch. But I was like, no, I'm going to go. It's Mm -hmm. a fundraiser for school. I haven't gone for years because Bert's not been home. And I just need to stop functioning like that. I got into this lull of just being busy with my kids and busy with life that once my kids are gone, I have to start really doing stuff outside of that, you know? But you have to replace the busy with something else. Or the social. Yeah. Right? Right, because a lot of that busy was social. It's all social. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Volunteering at Colfax was very social. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I Even stopped just like transporting kids is fairly it's social. social. Oh, right? yeah. Like there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of contact with other people that doesn't happen these days. No, and you it's know? not going to get better. It's going to get like, right. Once if, they're both gone, I'll never leave my house. You know, what am I going to do? I'll work out with you three days a week. We have two more years of Girl Scouts. Thank you very much, Sandy. Yeah, right. And then after that, I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think about your empty nester coming up? You got already, like four yes. or five years. Well, got, um, yeah. I feel like you now where I'm home alone, like when Tom's not here, I'm just by myself because the girls are very social. I have two very social girls. Yes, you do. So uh, most weekends, I'm just by myself. But I'm also very social. So I'll find myself. I will get out. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be the one that sitting home and, you know, you guys go. and. But I do have to say that I do stand by, like, on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if they need a ride. Yeah. yeah. So... I, so that kind of limits where I go to. Right. I can't just like, oh, go and party and, you know, hang out. Mm-hmm. But I have to be responsible if they need a ride home. Right. Because I always tell them that's like, hey, listen, no questions asked. If you need to ride home, if that's what you're doing and, you know, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Just tell me that I'll always be there. Yeah. And we'll deal with it the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will always pick you up. Right. If you yeah. want to just come home. We always say, you know, sleepover, like, you know, that night when we all went out and Lily's like, I don't want to sleep over. Yeah. Because she wasn't feeling well. And then we went to pick her up. Yeah. So that's why I have to still kind of be alert. Mm-hmm. And um, but I feel like I think I can do it. I'm looking forward to the, the next phase with mm-hmm. Tom because I told him, I said, I think I'm just I don't know. I think you need to be home more. Yeah. Because. All these years, I can deal with it of him being gone because they're toddlers and, you know, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. But now it's a whole different ball game because mm-hmm. it's their teenagers. Mm-hmm. They need as mental. It's not physical that they need you. It's, it's emotional. Like, it's emotional. Yeah. It is such, it's like, I don't think I can do that alone. Mm-hmm. That needs like a, some sort of like a sounding board. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to kind of talk to you, you know, like mm-hmm. it's sort of I need a partner. You need yeah. a teammate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I, all that changing diapers, making food, I can do that by myself. Yeah. I don't really need, you know, grocery mm-hmm. shopping, you know, rides here, there, you know, you know, all that. But it's like, how am I going to deal with this situation? Right. Do I confront her or do I, you know, how do I parent this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That needs a little bit of like, not just like, 
you know, react. you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think you're absolutely you're totally right. right. And I'm just like that part. I still am like, Oh my gosh. I, you know, I've n- never expected that. Yeah. In all these years, I said, you know what? I've never asked you to come home. You know, I can do it. I can do it. I'm pretty much, you know, I think I can do a lot of things. Yeah. But that I can't really just, I think the, the kids, I think, needs like both parents. Mm-hmm. They need to see that they, I don't know, they just gang up on me too. Well, it's myself. not that you can't do it. Exactly. It's, I would prefer, yes. It's, right. it's not that you can't. It's not the best model, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the best plan. Right. Because I have that too. And, you know, the one time I've talked about several times is when we I busted Georgia in like four lies in a row and then went and picked her up in mm-hmm. the middle of the night. And I was going to handle that situation by myself mm-hmm. in a certain way. And in the middle of the night, you know, because she had been drinking and she was really drunk when I picked her up. In the middle of the night, I went, no, I need I actually need Bert's perspective mm-hmm. and in someone else, even though yeah, he's right. we are both imperfect parents. Neither of us are perfect. Mm-hmm, no. But in this moment, I was like, I'm going to be too, too, like, I'm going to be too strict. I'm going to be like an asshole Mm -hmm. because I'm here every day and I'm getting this shit every day. Mm -hmm. I need his perspective. So he wasn't here, but I called him and told him what was going on and was like, we have to, we have to deal with this together. Yeah. This can't, I'm not even going to talk to her about it until all three of us can get on like George and I together and he on the phone and we all three talk about this together and that one parenting moment really completely shifted everything mm-hmm. for the better. So I agree with you. You need your partner. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, I can do it. But it, it won't. Yeah, it's not the same. same. This is. I think the child receives love differently when they're receiving it from both parents mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. It's true. And they, mm-hmm. they can work against you too. Totally. So you all have to be on the same page because exactly. they're going to say, Oh, that's not what mom said. Uh-huh. Oh, this is not what dad said. Dad said, I right. can do this. No, dad is right here now. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just like yeah. get away manipulate. with it. Yeah. The nature of exactly. a teenager is to it's manipulate. Yep. It's not it's not Absolutely. a faulty person mm-hmm. that's a teenager. That's how they work. Yeah. They're trying to find the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to put mom against dad so they get uh-huh. what they want. They love that. So being in, you know, do you feel like when it's happened that you guys have parented with your partner that it brings you closer together? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I feel that way, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like recently I feel closer to Bert than I have in a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's not here. Right. But because we're united on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like it's true. Because if you're not, then you bicker around it and you're like, yeah. oh, OK, this is not. And then I get mad at him. What's the point? It's like we have to agree on it and we come up with like, OK, you know, and he feels like, you know, he can talk to me about certain things mm-hmm. more. And yeah. it's like, OK, what do you think about that? Yeah. And I was like, OK, it's more like a respect, too. It's like, yeah. And then the biggest learning curve for me in my recent marriage in the recent years was that breakdown in Havasu. Mm-hmm. Well, we, our families were in Havasu mm-hmm. and a bomb was dropped mm-hmm. that I knew about that Bert didn't know about. And I didn't tell Bert about it because I was trying to protect Bert. Yeah. He was too busy and I didn't want him to have to deal with it. So I was just going to deal with it on my own. And that was a big mistake on my part. My intentions were good. 
mm-hmm. but it was still a mistake. You right. can have the best intentions and it still be a fuck up. And a hundred percent, that was my mistake mm-hmm. because the, the fallout from keeping that secret, even though I didn't really think of it as keeping a secret, I thought of it as he can't handle Handling. this. So I'll just handle it was a real problem mm-hmm. because that made him feel yes. left out, yeah. inadequate, mm-hmm. um, betrayed, mm-hmm. uh, that I don't trust him, that I don't think he's capable of handling. It, it caused so many problems mm-hmm. in our relationship because of one really good intentioned bad decision. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad in a way I'm not glad that that happened, Mm -hmm. but I'm the glass half full Mm -hmm. because that's my superpower (laughs) is that I have stopped doing that. Yeah. Like I don't keep shit from him ever. And Mm -hmm. I go, we got to talk. I don't really care what's going on. Here's what's happening. Nothing's happened as big as that. But even with the stuff you and I were dealing with last week, Mm -hmm. I said, you need to stop down and I need to tell you what's happening. Right. Here's what's happening. You don't really need to do anything, mm-hmm. but I right. need you to but know you what's happening. you need to happening. know. Yeah. Yes. And I spent a lot of years protecting him mm-hmm. from the bullshit of parenting. Right. Because he is more emotional, more reactive, more intense, mm-hmm. uh, not always the savviest at handling things. Mm-hmm. And so, and he's, he's so busy mm-hmm. that I just feel bad to lay some things at his feet. And that was one of them. It was like in this stretch of time where he had no time to deal with anything, something really big happened. Mm -hmm. And I just tried to protect him. What a mistake. Anybody listening, learn from my mistake because it was a mistake (laughs) on my part. 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't mean he handled it well necessarily Mm -hmm. once the mistake was presented. But it was a big mistake I made to not include him in that. Hard moment of parenting. Mm-hmm. And th- that I learned that I, you know, being an only child, having no siblings and having parents that weren't really, my dad was great, but he was a hundred miles away and my mom wasn't great. So I learned to just rely on myself. Mm-hmm. That's the way I survived was you don't rely on anybody. Mm-hmm. So that moment made me go, I am not in this alone. Mm -hmm. I am in this marriage with a partner and I'm Mm -hmm. in this parenting relationship with a partner. And I think a lot of the time I subconsciously thought I'm in this alone Mm -hmm. and he shows up and we're a partner when he's here, but I have to protect him from what's going on Mm -hmm. here. I got it. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, so great for me. It was a very positive learning moment from that really awful moment. Yeah, don't you find that you learn a lot about yourself too? Parenting teenagers. I have learned a lot about Mm -hmm. myself and- I see that I say, okay, that was not what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. That was not right. Yeah. Because then I see myself, I'm like, wow, you're kind of angry. And they would tell you, these girls would like, these teenagers would tell you Mm -hmm. what is wrong with you. Uh And you know what? Sometimes they're not wrong, right? Wrong. You know, because I'm like, then I reflect to myself. I say, okay, I'm going to stay calm. I learned a lot. Yeah. I think this couple of years about myself, right? Mm-hmm. parenting them. In parenting them, I learned a lot about myself and how I can correct myself. Mm-hmm. And then my relationship with my husband is better. Mm-hmm. In, you know, because now, now we're a team. Mm-hmm. I learned so much mm-hmm. about how to handle things. Before, I would just like, oh, I can do it or I won't address it. 
But now I'm like, you know what? If I don't address it, what am I teaching them? Right. So that in the process of it, I learned a lot. And it's like, uh, it's a head scratch. It's not, it's just so much work. And it's, yeah. that's mental. It's not physical work. I'm like, I'm tired, like mentally. I'm like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know. Fucking A, man. These, yeah. So. Well, that yeah. is a gift in parenting, right? Is it should yeah. cause you to have a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. And then have it, have it manifest positive change, change in your life, yeah. right? It should make you closer as a couple, should. But that's my goal. My mm-hmm. goal is to not be divisive, but yeah. to be closer as a couple. Because when the kids leave, yeah. you're left with this person. I was just mm-hmm. going to say that. Yes, like, that's you're why. You're yeah. this empty nester. And mm-hmm. if you don't, if you don't have that relationship, then what? Exactly. Like that's a whole different scary ball game, right? Yeah. I think that yeah. happens for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. It's like right? it's so focused on their agenda yeah. with their yeah. kids. And then I would get mad at him, like, you know, because he's not doing his share because he's not here or, you know, I'm doing everything and I, I don't deal with it. And now I'm like, you know what? I am mad. I'm, you know, let's mm-hmm. share this. Let's just do it together. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm like, cause I need to, you know, you, I, I, I need to spend the, my time with you when they leave yeah because it's not yeah. just about them anymore right it's about me yes right. it right? is yes and it's, it's about, about that relationship yes, yeah. that yeah. core relationship it right. the kids wouldn't be here yeah, if it weren't yeah, right, relationship right. Without the they started at all yeah right, right. Yeah. exactly and then you go well uh, if if we're not okay then all four, four of, us of us are not, not okay. okay yes we've mm-hmm. got to be okay yeah first and foremost because if we're okay, then they're going to be okay, no right. matter what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this journey as adults, I don't think our parents thought about, my parents did not think about marriage but this way. neither did mine, that's no. for sure. They didn't. Yeah. Um, such an incredible um, gift to be able to learn mm-hmm. as you're aging mm-hmm. with a partner. Yes. And have mm-hmm. the partner learn also. You know, my husband is inarguably not perfect. <laughs> he is very self-focused. He's not a selfish guy. He's very self-focused. Those are very different things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I've I I so I really cherish um our relationship mm-hmm. as much as it looks from the outside like work for me. Um, it's very, very rewarding. Um my dad made me feel every single day of my life that I walked on water. And I think most days, even if Bert is giving me trouble at the bottom of it, I still mm-hmm. think he thinks I walk on water. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when he's tantruming or even when he wants something, I know that at the bottom of it, that's what's at the bottom is that he really does love me very much and uh values and appreciates me um he does think you walk on water he does he yeah. does he, he sometimes acts like he doesn't think that but he does kind of think that it's mm-hmm. a really special thing to feel mm-hmm. and i didn't witness that for either of my parents mm-hmm. which makes me really sad mm-hmm. you know i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know i think we're lucky mm-hmm we're all Agreed. lucky, very lucky, yes, to have partners that we can 
look into the future and see a future because Mm -hmm. I'll just go on the road with Bert for like a week. Mm -hmm. And then like when my kids are gone, I'll be able to go all these tent pole things that he wants to share with me. I'm like, I'm camping with the Girl Scouts. Isla has winter formal. You know, it's parents weekend for Georgia in April. I'm not doing any of this because someone's going to be present for our kids. And I want to be that person. I'd love him to be. He's also very lucky to, to have you to be and the kids the girls are very ha- lucky to have you so grounded and so like you know what you could be doing all this you could you know but you have sacrificed a lot to just kind of just the little stuff that matters you know being here for her formal that's well, yeah so, you know it's not a choice yeah when yeah. i had a baby mm-hmm. when i had that baby that is the priority mm-hmm. period that kid needs to feel valued. Yeah. They don't need to feel like they're the, my whole world. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's unhealthy. Yes. But they have to feel valued and seen as who they are. Mm-hmm. And and just being valued. I It is important that I'm here for her winter mm-hmm. formal. And how much did I see her? I took her to her house. She got dressed. It she doesn't left. matter. Right. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You're right. It doesn't matter. And I missed that. a huge thing in Boston mm-hmm. to be able to sit in Kathy's kitchen Mm-hmm. And let them get ready in the next room and go by. And then, right, they left. <laughs> yes, but you know what? You so were there, true. but I was there, there. and yeah. that's the point. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was like that, and my they dad will was know there. that instinctually, yes. right? Like that does matter. And to be honest, I represent their dad. You yeah. represent Tom a hundred percent. Oh yes, yeah. just because he's not there, I keep I say that to Bert all right. the time. He always said, I miss so much. And I'm all, but he didn't in that. He makes the effort to stay connected with him. He calls the girls all the time. And he wants to be mm-hmm. FaceTimed. He wants to be involved yeah. in whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And that does matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's way different than just not even knowing your daughter has a formal. You right, know, yeah. he knew what was going on. He asked mm-hmm. for pictures. He asked me to FaceTime and I forgot. Mm-hmm. Because how long were they at the door? Three I mean, minutes. Three. They, it was like torture to get them to take those five pictures, right? Like, you know what that's yeah. like. Can I have a picture first day of school, and they're like, "Go oh, fuck yourself." Fuck you. right. I'm exactly. like, no. like, whatever. We're leaving. You're like, okay. Well, it's not my fault. You were late getting your like hair and makeup done. Like, just please give me three seconds a picture. for a picture in a doorway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's in the doorway, it was, it was out the door. Yeah. So literally, they could care less about us, but. Yeah. Anyway, next five years. It does matter. Yeah. Will you, when your kids are in college, will you like, what will you do with your days? Like, will you do more work for Modernica? Will you travel with Tom? Will you get super into fitness and work out seven days a week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been thinking about that a lot. Yeah. And maybe all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why not? I'm thinking yeah. about maybe, you know, just probably traveling more with, you know, and being with Tom, spending time. I think, you know, he always wanted to, you know, do that. And we always say, oh, let's, you know, you come and let's go for a weekend here and there. And then it never happens because the girls still need us. Yeah. yeah. And we want to be, you know, yeah. we're like, you know what? We'll have time for that. Yes, totally. So I think it would be traveling more. I'm thinking about other stuff that I wanted to get into. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, maybe I should get back in a, a, a job. Yeah. You know, like 
a job meaning like a place to go to, not like freelance. And that was been great. But I don't know if I can do that anymore. No, not sure. Because I don't like it to structure. I like my... my, my oh, you mean going back to an actual mm-hmm. job. You mm-hmm. like the freelance. I kind of do. I, yeah. You know, but then I kind of like the structure part of it because I never got that since I have the kids. You know, I'm always have to like find time to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I almost wish I have a job because um, that would just everyone tells me this. That's their escape. Uh huh. You know, having yeah. a job because I can just leave the shit home and then go to a, you know, an office. Yeah. And not have to deal with it. Right. And it's kind of like that new show, Severance. Uh huh. It's like you want to forget. When you're you're at your job, you forget what's happening, right? In your personal life, right? I'm like, you know what? That could be very nice sometimes, right? You know, so to kind of have that escape, because mm-hmm. I feel like I never had that, like you know, since I have the kids, right? Mm-hmm. I used to have a job, and you know, I go to like you know, travel and you know, nine to five or office job, not nine to five. Nothing is nine to five anymore, right? right. But I kind of miss that. It's a social so, piece you probably miss. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are so social. Right. And so the thought of, I mean, I'm pretty social. I'm an introvert, but I'm highly social. Mm-hmm. So I do need to take time and just like unplug from everybody. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons I have this podcast is to, to see people. I don't see like, mm-hmm. I would never go to lunch once a week with my friends. I would ethically feel bad about that Mm -hmm. but once a week i have a podcast with somebody and that fills my bucket in that way Mm -hmm. um and i enjoy it i enjoy the conversations that happen on this podcast and i think people listening enjoy it gives them the same service that i get Mm -hmm. from it is that socializing with some right some people so i i hear you i always think i wonder if i should start volunteering for some cause you know Mm -hmm. so that i show up a couple days a week Mm-hmm. And have this place where I show up a couple days a week. Mm-hmm. Lately, it's been Birdie Boy Productions. I'm here <laughs> yeah. constantly. And maybe that's it. And I like what I do within the context of this company. So I'll just probably keep doing that. But yeah. but I hear what you're saying and needing that. It's not really yeah, an escape. Exactly. It's, real, it's like an enrichment. enrichment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah an and I want to do stuff for myself, too. You know, now that I, you know, yeah. did a lot for them, sacrifice yeah. a lot, not sacrifice, but I'm just like I do it for them, you know, for the family. Right. And I kind of want to do stuff for myself. Yeah. Well, the focus was appropriate. Right. Yeah. But once they're in college, the focus shifts naturally mm-hmm. because they're in college. Not that you don't do anything with them. You do. Yeah. But they're. It's not exactly. a day-to-day yes, thing. Right. Yeah, it's very right different. Now it's, it's day-to-day. Mm-hmm. It's and day-to-day. so what does your day-to-day become? Right. You know, does it become working mm-hmm. out five days a week and you focus yeah. on your health and wellness and your meditation and spa or whatever? That sounds very mm-hmm. rich, rich people yeah. problem <laughs> thing. But what is it? Is it volunteerism? Is it getting another job? Is it starting a second career? Is it, what is it? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when you're an empty nester? I don't know. That's such a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I don't want to go back to the nine to five. Right. Like definitively not. Like I like the idea of like two or three days a week or whatever. Do you guys want another Hi. bottle of bubbly? Or are you okay? No, I'm okay. I stopped drinking. Do you want some more? Sure. <laughs> she does. She see, said, I'm, yes. I'm telling oh, you. Whatever. I saw, yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm telling you, see? I know, <laughs> right? She's like... <laughs> That's true. We let her loose, didn't we? I know, right? This is what happens when we don't drink at night. Yeah. 
now you're driving us home. <laughs> uh oh. It, it's a right out of the driveway and then a, and then a right. I'm just you know, it's going to take us an hour to get to her house. We could walk faster. I can walk faster. I was just going to say, I think I might just walk. Um, so what are you going to do when you get out? I don't know. That's a really good question because I definitely don't want to go back every day, nine to five, like some sort of volunteerism, some sort of job that's a few days a week or whatever, I think would be fantastic. But the idea of like, I don't know, I don't. I don't know. I haven't done that in so long. I'm not super interested in that, which sounds so shitty, but I don't know. I don't want to do that. Like, you know, Stephen doesn't travel. So it's not like we're going to start traveling. Although why not? Like, why can't we? Like he can work. Thank you. Um, he can work from anywhere, right? Like he doesn't have to be at home or like he just needs computer access, right? So why can't we travel a little bit more? Like that would be fantastic. It would be awesome, right? Where would you go? I don't know. I mean, it's really going to depend on what happens in the next couple of years, particularly because I don't know that Lily's going that far, right? Mm -hmm. So is she going to continue to live at home? Is Hi. she going to, you know what I mean? She's not. Do you want her to live at home? What I want and what she wants are very different things. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? I want, I don't know. That's a good question. I keep going back and forth. Mm -hmm. I want her, I think, I want her to follow the traditional path, go to a four-year college mm -hmm. and whatever. She does not want that. And I'm having a really hard time with that. And mm -hmm. she's not wrong. She's really very driven and very smart about the goals and what she wants to achieve in life. So I think it's more my hang up and not hers. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to adjust a little bit. But as a parent, um, you can also say how you feel about it. We've right? had numerous conversations. Yeah. She knows exactly how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's tricky because I don't want her to feel like I'm not supporting her. Mm. But but remember, she's a kid. She is a child. child Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she's also unfortunately very much like me and very stubborn. And if you mm. tell her what to do, she'll do the opposite. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, she definitively has my genes. So, you know, there has to be a little bit of a tightrope walking mm -hmm. there. Um but regardless of what she wants to do, she's going to be in LA, right? She's not going far, right? She, she, want, really? she wants to act. Oh, okay. Like, that is without a doubt her passion. That's all she's interested That's in doing. That's great that she has a, and a great passion. It terrifies mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I need to get over that, but- you know, that's what she wants to do. So she's not going out of LA, right? She's not going to New York because she doesn't actually want to do theater. She wants to do on camera. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she's going to stay here. And But she's not going to go to school. She doesn't it's, want to go to college for that. She doesn't really want to. Um, I think school is very stressful for her. And this pandemic has changed how she is as a student a tremendous amount. Mm. Um, you know, she's very much a people pleaser and she works really hard to not disappoint her teachers, but she doesn't enjoy what she's doing. Mm hmm. So it makes her very stressed to be like, so she wants she to get allow, a job. Does she she won't get allow a job? herself 
to like not take all honors in AP classes because then she feels like she's disappointing the people Mm -hmm. and she can handle those classes. So she doesn't want to be in classes that are not challenging to her, but she doesn't like that. So I don't know. I don't know. She's really tricky. But then if she doesn't go to school, like the the four year Mm -hmm. school, would she feel like she's disappointing her parents? Mm, I don't really think that's in her brain. (laughs) See, to me, that's like, I mean, I don't know. I know how you feel because I would feel the same way. Yeah, I would feel the same way. I would encourage them. I always encourage my siblings and only they didn't listen to me. I think school is so important, not just, you know, for the academic part of it, but more the social part of it. Yes. Social. And it's like what you made of it. It's like what you're. You know, you get the connection, you get the network all from the school. And that's I think what I that is the piece that she's missing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think in this day and age, you know, the whole college system is so broken. Right. Like. Maybe she needs it. I think she needs at least a bachelor's degree. Yes. However, she could get that going. And, and tell her that whatever. Like, tell I don't her actually that. care. However, tell her that. It's also a lot of actors, great actors. They all have, you know, they all went to school. Yeah. So because part of going to school, I I don't know, not only is it the connection, part of that really is about learning about life. Exactly. Yes. And the other piece that I am really struggling to let go of is that if you don't go to a four-year college and live in a dorm when you're 18, you're never, ever going to do that again. Exactly. You can get a degree at any point in your life. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But that experience of living on a college campus, you don't get that you know, outside of 18. Mm-mm. I agree. No. Right? Like, this is the only time in your life where you can go and be a college freshman with all those other freshmen. Sure, you can go back to school. You can get a degree at any time. That's fantastic. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody has their own path. Mm-hmm. For me, it's really hard to let go of that piece for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think she sees that piece because you have she's voiced 17 that. and you well, her aunt Leanne yeah. talked to her about this. Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> Did she tell you? Well, no. I was wondering if you had a conversation in the car the other day. Oh. Did we? I was so brave because I'm did. happy to talk um, to her as well. Please, anyone talk I to her because say, um, I, 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 we had so I'm sure you did. Lily and I took Dakota to the airport, so Lily and the I had day. a ride back from the airport. And of course, it was just the two. It was yeah. just the two of us, yeah. and of course, I was like, "So, college? What's your plan?" And she went, "You know what? It's really stressful, and I don't want to deal with the stress of it. I have a lot going on in school, and I just want to be in school." And I went, "Okay." Um, my concern is you want to be an actress, right? She said, yes. I said, okay. Well, part of life is being where your contemporaries are. Your contemporaries are all going to college. Mm -hmm. Those four years in college inform so many of your peers about what life is like. I was like, I don't give a shit if you went to college and studied like naval land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But going to college is is such a great moment in time that you're sharing with other peers. It's really about being with your peers. You can have a job waiting tables and audition the rest of your life. But you, mm-hmm. I said, if you go back to college at 25, they're not your peers anymore. Nope. You're older and it's a very different experience. Yeah. 
So for me to inform yourself as an actress, I would think you should go and do those four years, do it in musical theater, be a business major, well, the be funny a marketing thing is, major. We, both Stephen and I have said, we don't actually think you should major in acting. No, like, you should major in something acting adjacent producing, directing something that yeah. informs you on the other side of being an actress, Yeah, right? There's a whole business out there and you need to understand all of it. Right. Right. Like you're going to take acting classes. You've been doing that forever. Like all of that can continue to happen. You don't have to stop that piece of your life, oh. but you also don't have to put everything in that you should continue to do this piece. I think school is so stressful for her. She cannot wrap her head around it. And I don't know how to alleviate that stress for her. Well, I did say to her, you know, college is not like high school. Yes. You take like four classes. Yeah. And then you, I mean, Georgia has classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday in a lab on Thursday. Tuesdays, she has nothing. Saturday, Sunday, she has nothing. Right. Those Monday, Wednesday, Friday are pretty intense. She's in class from like 8.30 a.m. to 6 on and off throughout the day. So those three days, this quarter, but last quarter, she had classes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, nothing on Friday. Mm. So I was like, you can kind of make it what you want. Right. And and it doesn't have to be this intense, crazy all day, every day. And it's different quarter to quarter or semester right. to semester. You only, I mean, Georgia just has to make it through 10 weeks. And after those 10 weeks, yeah. everything adjusts and changes. And I had told her that too. I said, so don't, don't think of what your experience is now is not what your experience is in, in college. So why right. don't you like maybe shift a focus, say, okay, if you don't want it to school, it's too stressful. You take a year off. What would that year look like to you? Yeah. What would you do mm -hmm. with that year? Are you going to work? And what, if you're going to work, what would you be doing? Because yeah. everything mm -hmm. in life is stressful. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, with work, exactly. any jobs. Yes. If she's going to get a job acting, that's really stressful. Yeah. So it's also about coping. It's, she's going to have to realize that. And you know what? That year off, maybe she's may realize that, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to miss out with my peers. Mm -hmm. Like you maybe. said. Yeah. Like you said, you so much about like just the connection. Yeah. Because those those are the people that may actually get you a job. Mm -hmm. Potentially. Like, right? yeah. yeah. Because and it is just about this period in your life. Yes, like, exactly. You College is about it. so many so things. Much it's so it's much of this. so much more than whatever the hell you're, and you're studying. And you're going to regret it. it and is. you're going to yes. say, you know what? I'm too old to go back. And yeah. 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 It's I would so say, much you know what? Than push that. her, push her, push yeah. her. I would, I mean, she's not my child, but I would, yeah. I would, you know, as a friend, I would say push her, push her. I really believe in young people going to school and being with the people and not, you know, um, we're going to go take a look at a couple programs. I think that'd be spring smart. Break. That'd be um, smart. She doesn't know this yeah. yet, but <laughs> you know what I learned about college? Um, I learned that I was really mentally unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I learned that my life was off in a ditch. And I had terrible thing after terrible thing after terrible thing happen in college. So for me, college, the glass half full, because that's mm -hmm. what I do. College for me was about riding my boat, right? I was down going down a very bad path all through college. And at a certain point, I went, this is getting me nowhere. I actually need to stop doing this and get a job 
And because I'm not happy with what I'm studying, I don't want to do what I'm studying for a living and I'm miserable every day. So this is not right. I was at four years in college and never graduated because I didn't know who I was or mm-hmm. what I wanted. And I was, it was so difficult that it made me stop. And then that's, that's when I started trying to figure out what was wrong with me mental health wise. So for me, now in hindsight, looking back, college served the purpose for me to stop just doing what everybody else was doing and to start figuring Mm. out what I wanted and who I was and what was wrong with me that I was drinking six days a week, that I'd lost my hair, that my liver was enlarged, that I got date raped. All these things were you going down the wrong path and not Mm. actually listening to what your path was. Mm -hmm. Because I, in hindsight, the best and the worst thing that happened to me was going to college. Mm -hmm. It was both, right? So I would never have gone to therapy if I hadn't gone to college, ever. And I would never be here today if I hadn't gone to therapy. Mm -hmm. Not ever. I wouldn't have. Interesting. You just never know. Because if I hadn't gone to college, I would have married somebody in Bowden and I would Mm -hmm. have been unhappy because I wouldn't have known who I was. I would never have had the opportunity to to say this is not who I want to be because you're with peers who know who they want to be. I'm going to be a teacher and I'm in school to be a teacher. I'm going to be a doctor and I'm in school to be a doctor. I'm going to marry so-and-so from this fraternity and they're still married today on Facebook. I go, oh yeah, she, they knew exactly what they wanted and they did that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't there. So for me to be in that peer group and go, oh, hold on, it caused me to shift focus and work. And I don't think I ever would have worked at being this person if I hadn't gone to college. So college, that's funny. So I feel like I knew exactly what I wanted when I went to college, but it made me realize how competent I really was because I did not mm. feel that growing up at all. Interesting. Right. So it's that other piece where I was like, wow, I actually can get shit done. Yeah. I actually can. Yeah. It made me feel very competent as a person. And if that's what Lily takes away from college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It matters. It does like matter. More than it's anything not about else. the book learning. No, no it's, it's not. not no. If you're going to be a doctor, yeah. you should be yes, book yeah, learning. Yeah. Uh-huh. But <laughs> please, yes, I, I didn't need. I please mean, learn about menopause. Inarguably, <laughs> I am a highly successful person in a human level. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about business. I mean, as a human being, I think I'm a pretty successful human being. And it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't gone to college, 100%. Especially right. she wants to be an actress. Yes. That's a very yes. social thing, uh-huh. uh, like yeah. a connection thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's where yeah. you make all the connection, all yes. of that, you know, even in anything, right? It, well, yeah, like you said. Yeah. But, um, I mean, doctor, you have to go and, you know. She didn't want to be a doctor. Do right. Yeah. Your kid didn't want right. to be a doctor. No, 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 no. My kid it's didn't not, want to be a doctor. I, mean, I, don't, I really don't care what they want to study no but at least you know like you said is being around that this opportunity being around like you know people your age experiencing it's not like so carefree you do not want to get into a job and start working 
Because that's to me is more stressful. And it's the rest of your life. Exactly. You're going to work forever. Yes, exactly. And when you're in college, yes. you're around people who didn't grow up like you no. from all yeah, over, over the United States who have different perspectives Perspective, than yes. you do. Mm-hmm. You're not in a bubble anymore. You're in a microcosm of the larger world, mm-hmm. right? It's, it really Hopefully, is right? a baby yes. step into yes. the larger world. Yes. Into it's life. such a gentler way to become yes. an adult. adult. It's true. Right? Because, you know, because you guys are all going through it together. All of them. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all these, you know, George has had so many things where I am not a step in parent. I'm, I'm probably to a fault. I probably should step in more than I do with my mm-hmm. kids, but I just don't. But then I look and I go, you know, she has a roommate that has a lot of issues. And I first semester was like, maybe you should move. Mm-hmm. And I really strongly yeah. felt she should move. But I knew that me making her move was She's not going to do anything. Yet. So you got to let her, you got to be able to hold yeah. The uncomfortableness of her being in a bad situation, knowing she's not ultimately completely unsafe, but it's not the safest, not the best with this roommate Mm -hmm. and trust that she will come to the right Mm -hmm. conclusion on her own. Right. right? Or not. Right. We were not. We're in the same boat. Right. Yes. Terrible roommate situation for different reasons, but terrible roommate situations did all of the legwork about moving. He would not pull the trigger. Hmm. Okay, your choice. You're the one who has to live there, not me. Yeah. Like I can't as much as I think it is in your best interest to move. But there's a lesson in that. Absolutely. There's a lesson in him. So Georgia now is like, oh, I'm moving. Oh, yeah. Like she went back and she was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm moving. There's a piece of like, okay. She needs to do that. I know how to do this. Yes. Right. Because I was like, if you go back to this situation, second semester, First of all, you know exactly what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You cannot complain about it. You know yeah. what is going to happen. Totally. So let's put whatever parameters in place to make it okay for you. Yeah. If this is your choice, if you're not willing to take this other step, okay, then here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something really valuable in that. There is. And Absolutely. Lily needs to do it. I'm just going to yes. tell her she has to go to college. <laughs> Good luck with that. Sandy and Leanne yes, say, yeah. you yeah. have to. She has to go to college. Yes. She has to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold her down. I'm going to string spit over her head until she agrees. <laughs> okay. Even Isla wants to go to college. I mean, is there someone in her life, in her like her friends, all group of them that doesn't want to go? Or just No, they're all going. Like shut her. She has okay. anyone who's not okay. going. She has friends who have committed as juniors and because they're sports players, right? Like right, they're yeah. all re- they're all talking about it. She is. I don't know. Isla had an interesting perspective on Lily's fear of college. Uh huh. Isla calls it her fear of college. I don't think she's wrong because Isla thinks. I probably get in trouble for saying this out loud. Isla thinks she's afraid. That she won't get into the the good or the best or the whatever. Uh, and so she yeah. doesn't want to try. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. That's I'm Isla's telling you, take. she has this fear of like not like what people think. Yeah. Not, mm. you know what I mean? Not what, getting like into a, Yale. A I know that's yeah. not where she wants to go, but no, Yale. But yes, drama. exactly. You're like, 
Juilliard. Who the who or, fuck cares? And and well, yeah, but I think she has a high expectation for she, herself. For herself, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what it is. Maybe yeah. that's what Isla thinks. Isla, yeah, I think Isla's actually take. it's not wrong. Maybe right. I don't, um, I don't think she's wrong. Where Isla's like. I'll take whoever will take me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to a four-year college. She keeps going, I'm going to a four-year college and I don't want to go to some little bitty private podunk 3,000 people college. I want to go to a college. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want to go to ASU where it's like 50,000 students or UCLA. She was like, that's too big for me. Mm-hmm. But like 20,000 students, 15. Yeah. I want to do that. I'm really proud of Isla for wanting that because mm-hmm. inarguably... Of all of our children, school sucks for Isla. Mm-hmm. School, like she's actual struggles, academics yeah. are terrible for her. Mm-hmm. Um, it breaks my heart, this journey through education with her, because she's so smart. But this typical educational system doesn't work for her brain. Right. And it breaks. I mean, her even her counselor is like, we're really limited on where we should even look. And I go, that Aww. fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, that sucks because her GPA is not fabulous. Yeah. But she's so fabulous. Yeah. You know, and if she got into the right interior design program, she would dominate mm-hmm. that program. She's so good at that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But what they look at is, huh? Yeah. 2.75 you know, or whatever mm-hmm. her GPA is. It's so ridiculous how it hard is it so is ridiculous. now to get into. So competitive. It's so competitive. And for what? And for what? You know what? It's all marketing. Unless it's all marketing. Unless you're yes, a marketing. It yeah, is marketing. all marketing. And to be honest with you, no one ever says, what was your GPA in college when they're looking for a job? Mm-hmm. They don't even. Not really. For no. some things, they look at where you went to school. Nowadays, yeah, they don't even always look so at where you, you went. Do you have a degree? Yes. Or okay. do you have yeah. a degree? Yes. It's so true. I know. It's so it's so disheartening, and I it's so frustrating. Isla's um, counselor asked us to go look at FITM, the Fashion Mm -hmm. Institute Mm -hmm. for Design Management. I think it is what the M is marketing or something. I don't know. And I was like, I don't want to go. I want to go to a college. Oh yes, Mm -hmm. I want to live in a dorm Mm -hmm. and be a college student. Mm -hmm. And I I don't like that. I mean, I understand her the college counselor is offering she wants to be an interior designer you don't need a four-year right. degree for that you right. get a two-year associate's and this degree is a great program and you can go do that yeah but that's not the that but that's a limited experience mm-hmm. you know she it's, wants a campus life well that's yeah. a very career focused yes it's a vocational whatever. focus yeah which is wonderful i am the biggest advocate of yeah. vocational Agreed. school but my kid is saying to me yeah i want to live in a dorm mm-hmm. i want to have the frat parties to go to. I don't want to join a sorority, but I want, she wants the experience of being college and uh, makes me angry actually that I have to go through this process with her where Georgia got into every college she applied to. And I'm so afraid that it's going to be really hard for Isla and for, for, for the right reasons, but also for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like there has to be some rules or parameter. Mm-hmm. We have to have some kind of standard of this. Is, you get in if you get this GPA. But it breaks my heart for the kid who, know. if you had an oral conversation with her, you go, oh, she's a 4.0. But mm-hmm. when she sits down to take a test, she's a 2.5. Mm-hmm. And it just Welcome sucks. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Why? What world is that with you? Max. Max is that way? I thought he had great grades. No. 
I mean, he didn't get into any schools last year. We had Nobody to reapply. Great. Yeah, but yeah, but he did. However, he had over 4.0 and didn't get into anything. And we had to reapply. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think in some ways that's even harder. Because at least yeah. if we're going yeah. in with a low GPA, yeah, we know maybe. we are, you know, uh, we are limited. Don't worry, we got to, you know what I mean? Right. There's only so much you can do. You could transfer it's in. It's so scary for these kids. It's, it's so, awful. Yeah. It is so ridiculous. And I, I think it. that's like, what it is for, for maybe for Lily. Alice Wright. It's maybe. just like the, I wouldn't the rejection. Be yeah. It's just, you know, the fear Isla's of pretty rejection. insightful. Yeah. She knows Lily a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little so bit. she might have a little insight. Mm hmm. When she said that, I was like, interesting. I think. What did she think that Kylie would end up? (laughs) She thinks Kylie will have no problem whatsoever. Yes. She's she's like, oh, Kylie will go in and she will own the entire school in the first two weeks. (laughs) She thinks Kylie will be uh, Greek also. Will rush a sorority. She's not into that. She said, said, I don't care either way. She's looking at him. She's like, I don't really care. I could see her going either way with it, yeah. actually. She's like, I, really I could totally care. see her being in it. And then also to be like, not my yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It depends on the re- Greek it, system. At yeah, the college it does. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They should go to University of Alabama. <laughs> Greek college. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know U of A has an amazing interior design program. Mm-hmm. And so I was asking the counselor about UT Austin. No, U- University of Alabama. Alabama. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Roll Tide, which would kill me personally because I <laughs> uh, can't deal with Roll Tide. But um, but that's a great state school. It great has, state school. Right? I'm assuming a football team, right? She would get that S- whole SEC college football. It's SEC football. Okay. It's sorry. amazing. Sorry, sorry. Come on. No. Where oh are you? God. SEC oh football. Um, it was the green and the red team yesterday, remember? What? No, no, no. That was her green and I red. Know. I knew what was going on. Yes. But um but yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's a possibility for her. And oh, that yeah. b- breaks my heart because mm-hmm. they have a great interior design program. And she's so good at that. I mean, she helped me a lot with this studio. Mm-hmm. And she's designed her dad's tour bus almost entirely by herself. Like literally, I've like laid the samples of shit out and she goes this one and this one. And I go, oh my God, that is completely right. That completely works. And she's just helped me in so many capacities. And I go, well, what a bummer that she can't, like, you don't want a C student in all your basic classes. Mm. Is that what it is? You don't want someone who's like a C in English because she's dyslexic, but excels in this amazing other area where she's really going to excel. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we haven't even applied there, so what am I talking about? But right. But that's my, my projection mm-hmm. as to what, her path will look like is that she won't get the opportunity to be in a program. And what's interesting about college, like what I was saying about Lily is you have four classes for someone like Isla. That's so much more manageable than seven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. For her to have seven classes to keep up with homework and to do lists and schedules for seven classes. That's so interesting. Overwhelming. Lily is seeing Max who has seven classes, both semesters. It's a lot. He has seven classes in college? Yeah. Why? Because he's a fucking engineering student. I don't know. He has labs and he has like extra recitation and like all of this other shit. That is not what's happening for Georgia. Yeah. However, he did, you know, he was like, I, my MMA club meets on Tuesdays and Fridays. So I'm not, I'm changing this class so that I don't have to be So I can't, so I don't miss my Friday MMA class, which I had to miss last semester. Right. So there's a lot of navigation, but his, his course schedule is very different. It's 
it's intense. Well, engineering is one intense. of the most intense. Correct. Right. So programs. That's what she's seeing. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, she should talk to Georgia. She should talk to Georgia. They had a hammock day. They brought yeah. goats to campus and let yeah. them. Just well, hold they goats. have that too. Like they have all of that shit, like no, especially she, during finals no. and whatever. But it is very different. No, and no. even Max's intense schedule. Like he was really funny about it today. He this semester he was like, so I have three math classes and something else and something else. I have class from nine to three today. He's like, Mom, how the hell did I get through high school? Like he was really funny about it because yeah. like that is literally their life for 12 years. And now after one semester, he's like, I can't possibly do nine to three today. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think she's really putting two and two together. Right. And I don't think you do until you're actually there on campus and you're like, oh, right. shit. Right. Well, was I have six hours free today, you totally. know, or uh, like Georgia Monday through Thursday. She had all Friday right, you off. Have Friday. Now off. She ended up studying a lot on Friday. Yeah, of course. But you have it's, to at manage. Her, it's on her own terms. Yeah. She doesn't, she's not Absolutely. accountable to a teacher. She doesn't have to be somewhere. She can sleep in right. and study right. from, you know, 10 to two. Yeah. And then blow well, off the rest of the day. You don't have to start your classes until 10 if exactly. you'd like to sleep later. Yeah. Exactly. And you know. The thing about having an IEP like Isla, you can have an accommodation written in your mm -hmm. IEP where a full load for her is only three classes. Mm -hmm. It takes her a little longer to graduate, but she doesn't yep. have to. She can be a full-time student with one less class than other full-time students because of her accommodation. And I go, well, when she's applying, why can't you adjust your thinking about, okay, well, we're taking this kid from seven classes to three. What would that look like in her mm -hmm. model? If she's a B, A, B, C student with seven classes, what could she be with only three? You know, if she has the bandwidth, because for her, for some, some, not all kids, but for some kids with learning disabilities, it's overwhelming just to manage that many different teachers. Mm. It's seven teachers yeah. to go to and go, I need extra time on my test. I need extra time on my test. I need extra time on my test. Seven times where now you're only doing it three, that's way better. You know what I mean? It's, it's a more conducive way of working for someone like her who who that that kind of less is more is very true for Isla. Mm -hmm. So I hope to God she gets in a school that understands kids with learning differences. Uh, she's She's so smart. You know, her psychology class this past year, bless her heart, she failed every test. But the teacher right away said, I see you in your accommodations, that oral tests are in your accommodations. But within a private school, it's up to the teacher whether or not they want to do that. So that teacher said, I need you to take the written test, but I want you to come in and take the oral test same day, like uh, at, on a break or at lunch, and let's see what the difference is. She had an A in the class. Mm, she yeah. had an A in the class. She made a hundred on almost every test, failed every written test. Mm -hmm. So the teacher's like, you clearly understand what's happening. Your learning disability doesn't allow you to read, process, come up with an answer and output and write it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's too many steps. But if I ask you, hey, what is bipolar disorder? You go, oh, it's and it's absolutely correct. But what a shame, mm -hmm. you know, not that she shouldn't be um, required to write an answer down. That is a skill that you need in life. But as an interior designer, say, is she going to need to write an essay about the room she's designing? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I think she'd probably come up with some kind of visual. This is what this looks like. 
and go from there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, it's been interesting yeah. raising a kid with learning disability. I have no learning problems at all. I'm an excellent reader. Mm -hmm. I've always been a great learner. I loved school. I actually liked homework because it gave me some structure after mm -hmm. school. And to have a kid who struggles with just basic things is just so heartbreaking. And it makes me feel um, really angry mm. that the system mm -hmm. can't accommodate her. And how could they? You know, there's 40 kids in a classroom. F one in every five kid has dyslexia. That is a real statistic. One in five. That's a lot of people, right? If you have 40 kids in a classroom, that's eight people. Mm -hmm. that have some form of dyslexia specifically. And there are all these other learning differences and behavioral right. problems that how could a, how could a teacher really mm -hmm. ac accommodate? But the flip side of it is watching this kid is so, so bright who just fucking her grades are terrible. Every single report card. And it breaks my heart for her because I know she's so, so bright. Mm -hmm. And she works really hard. She works so hard. She really tries. Um, and all her friends are like, yeah, I'm in like uh, college level statistics. And you're like, you're a junior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're in the same class as Georgia. What? I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Anyway, we've been talking for a while. Mm -hmm. Should we wrap up our... Pee. You got to pee? Yeah. Go pee. <laughs> okay. Oh I got to pee God. too. <laughs> go pee, go pee. She said she wasn't going to make it through this whole thing. Uh, well, I have right. to pee too really bad, but it's a good thing there's a bathroom now in the studio just right here. I guess, right? I so, guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't so know. I just, might be part camel. You might be part camel? I don't ever have to. Maybe you're chronically dehydrated. Maybe. And your body just, just fill it up it with alcohol. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, Bert must be home. He just called. Oh, he did. While Sandy's in the... In the potty, we'll call him back really quick. Right. He landed, right? What time is it? He must be here. Um, let's see what he He's has. He's gotta to be say. so excited to be home. For two it's days. It's been a while. For two days. Can you no, hear it? It's Austin? been longer than that. Yes, I can. Hey babe, I'm podcasting. I love you. Bye. Oh, I love you too. Bye bye. <laughs> wow, game respect game. Yeah. Crazy, right? So what happens when I call him a I call he goes, I'm podcasting. Okay, bye. Click. Sorry, 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 sorry. Anyway. Right. But you actually called him back in the middle of your podcast. I like know. He, like, which missed, never happened. Like, right, well, exactly. I feel bad. You know what? The thing is, yeah. I'm starting to look at his life a little differently. I think that I'm starting to, you know, I don't know if this happens with like age or maturity or the time we've been together, but. Or how busy his life really is. But I seem to have a lot more um, compassion. Not that I wasn't always compassionate. But I feel like something shifted. And I just went, you know, he's just really busy all mm -hmm. the time. And I get the privilege of staying home with my kids. And the privilege of seeing my friends whenever yes. I want. And the privilege of having a schedule with a trainer that I can work out with and feel good about taking yeah. care of my body and the privilege of going to the dentist and just getting my teeth cleaned, you know? Right. At whatever time of the day. Oh yeah. So yeah. Better. Is that I better? Pee. That was longest pee. <laughs> I was holding. I should have went when I started. When he said, you can go pee now. I should have went. I was like, oh. Can always that? pee. 
my God. No, but we should wrap it up because it's 430. You guys have been here a long time. We've been here two hours. Oh, my God. I know. Crazy. Five years. Can you believe <laughs> this it? This is why she has Five years. She chugs an entire liquid death. I know, right. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. Five years is a freaking accomplishment. Like, I don't know how the hell you've done it, but that's awesome. Favorite? Favorite? Always. <laughs> Always Sandy Kathy. Always. I actually yeah, love I when my kids come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the reason I started this podcast is because I feel, oh, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> I feel so lucky. To have learned what I've learned in life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I shouldn't be this person, right? But I am. And I'm so grateful. Why do you think you shouldn't be this person, though? Because, I mean, I think about this a lot. Okay, put it this way. I feel like if I had a sibling, they'd be yeah. way off in the ditch. But for whatever reason, my genetic makeup, my will, my tenacity, my personality, my whatever, the combination of the genetics that is me made me just want to understand why I wasn't happy at a young age, right? Why I was no hair, enlarged liver, uh, drinking all the time. You know, why I was so often, there was some part of me that needed to be happy. And I don't think that that is true for everybody. Uh, I think everybody wants to be happy, but not everybody has the tenacity that it takes to really go, I'm going to upend everything and learn a new way, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what I had to do. I had to upend everything. I had to upend everything I learned from my mom and to an extent, everything I learned from my dad. My dad's a wonderful person and was a really great dad. And at the same time, you know, he was very limited in his own way of how much happiness he got from his own life. He's a happy guy. Uh, he's always been a happy guy. But I didn't want to be divorced. I didn't want to be in a broken relationship over and over again. I didn't want to feel trodden on and unfulfilled. And and I didn't want to repeat the cycle that of my mom, which I grew up in, which was repeated from her parents. And so one of the reasons I started this podcast is I find myself in this place in life where I have these amazing people in my life, like the two of you, like, uh, I love Jeannie Turbo. I love all my friends, everybody that's been a guest on this podcast. I, I actually cherish, I really am so grateful because I don't know, growing up an only child is hard. It sucks. And as an adult, I have Mm in-laws, but that's not my family. You Mm -hmm. know, that's my in-laws and you're not my family either, but you are my family. And I just feel so lucky to have all these friends who seem to accept each other as exactly who they are. Just a community. It's a community. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so proud of it. Mm -hmm. That the reason I I started. That's why you never, you didn't want to move away. You didn't want to go mm-hmm. to Austin. Not going anywhere because <laughs> of this community, not just you. Or no, I know it's all of it. It's yeah. all of it because yeah. this is all I ever wanted in mm-hmm. my whole life was to feel a part of something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was shuffled around from here to there mm-hmm. and here to there. And I always had that family with my dad's family. 
but I don't belong in Bowden, mm-hmm. Georgia. I love Bowden, Georgia, but I don't belong there. I, I saw too much outside of there to stay there. It would yeah. never have held me. I would never mm-hmm. been happy there. So I feel like I recreated what I needed here with all these people that I, I feel like I really see everybody as who they are and I feel seen. And I feel like mm-hmm. part of what's missing in the world in general is that, mm-hmm. right? So when you grow up going to Sunday on the grounds at church, everybody just is who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's Sunday, the drunk guy shows up and you love them anyway. And in the community, in the world today, I don't think there's enough of that community. Right. So I didn't really start my podcast to for all the reasons that people might just a connection. Think. You just wanted a connection. I, I want to share, share the, the connection. It's not just yeah. about the connection for me It's to share it mm. because that connection with a group of people is so healing. Mm. It's really healing to, to feel like you belong to something. Right. Mm-hmm. So when somebody, I was coming home from Tempe and this guy was behind me in line, a guy, and he stopped me and he goes, I have to tell you, I'm a really big fan of your podcast. I don't miss wife of the party ever. I'm a sports journalist. And I went, a sports journalist is watching me talk to two of my closest friends about who knows what we've talked about for the past two hours, but he feels connected. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful. They can yeah. relate. Yeah. Yes. People can relate. And we're just yeah. regular yeah, people. people. You know, I think we're pretty regular and extraordinary mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And well, why can't it inspire somebody else to be regular and in- extraordinary at the same time? Mm-hmm. You can be both. I'm a really mm-hmm. regular person. I mm-hmm. buy my own groceries. I clean my own house. One guy cleans my house one day a week. The rest of the time mm-hmm. I do it, you know, and I don't know. I just feel like I feel so lucky to have had these five years to talk to people about all different kinds of things mm-hmm. in hopes that other people listening can learn Mm -hmm. and feel connected and feel part of something, even though it's just my small little world, because I feel like a lack of connection leads to, to sadness. Yeah. You know, well, here's to real connection. Here's Here's to real connection. And the next five years. I know, right? I love you guys. Love you. Thank you for being amazing human beings. Could my phone ring Um, more? It's all spam shit too. And, um, yeah, so you guys well, got me congrats. to um, drink again. So <laughs> I know, right? It was, it was really hard. Really hard to get you off the wagon <laughs> for the last twelve hours. It's Monday, way. guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's how we roll. It has to happen mm-hmm. on Monday. We're about to be empty nesters. Fucking Monday's going to happen every day. It's going to be week. all day, every day. So get your liver in shape, sister. <laughs> yeah. I didn't drink all week last week. That's good. Till yeah, Monday to Friday. Monday, <laughs> the weekday. Right. I was Monday, like, that's Thursday. only five days no of the week. week, by the way. Monday, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> okay, Monday, yeah. Wednesday. No, maybe just Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> maybe just Monday. <laughs> maybe just Monday. Monday to so now you're in a deficit because you're drinking on Monday already. Yeah, exactly. Ah, now. we totally right. so screwed now you. I'm going right. to just do right. Tuesday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what about it's Saturday? Like, it's a mind game, guys. It's, it's all, game. it's like dice. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's the cup game with the nut under the yeah, cup. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks guys for doing today. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks Congrats. for being my first podcast. Well, congratulations again. Thank you. I'm very on proud of it. this new studio on five years on be. all of it. You I am proud, proud of it. it. It's my little, 
my my heart project, my passion project. That's what mm. it's called. It's a good project. I love it. Good I love talking to people. I loved, I just had comedians on like three back to back or two comedians and a comedian's wife. I learned so much and I didn't even know those ladies till they showed up. And I feel like that's so fun to just learn mm-hmm. something about another person. I fucking love it because we all have a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all have something to give, you know, everybody. Even if you don't think you do, you do. That's the that's the key, right? We're all valuable to some extent. Some more than others. I'm not sure how valuable Bird is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's very valuable. Is he back? He's back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you guys. You gotta break.